Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Allison debardo Gagan, and today we are going to be talking about PCOS. So February is still our hormone love month. You can download my hormone healing guide book for free as an ebook, and I'll put the link to that in the comments and also put a link for you to schedule a introductory consultation. It's free. We take about 30 minutes to get to know each other because I can tell you about 10 minutes of what I know about PCOS, but everyone is so different that we really need personalized care, individual testing. There is no one size fits all for women who are struggling with hormone issues, especially PCOS. So first of all, what is it? It is polycystic ovarian syndrome. So what that means is that you, as a female, may have enlarged ovaries, may have multiple cysts, sometimes one cyst, sometimes they just come and go. They typically have a higher level of testosterone as well as issues with blood sugar, prediabetes, diabetes, and they also have, because of the high testosterone, more acne, difficulty losing weight, facial and body hair, and periods may be not happening at all. They might be very, very long in last weeks, or they might just be a little bit. So again, every woman is really, really different. The issues that I see that women come to me with PCOS is that their primary or their gyne is saying, oh, you just need to lose weight. You just need to exercise. You need to eat right. But there's no guidance after that. And the problem with this is that because PCOS for most people is, is it chicken near the egg? Is it because of the cysts and the ovarian dysfunction that these issues are happening? Most people go right to blame the, blaming insulin, blood sugar, bad diet, saying this is what led to this. Or was it the testosterone all along that affected everything else? And really we have no idea which one is causing this. And if it, there is a big genetic pr component to this, that if your mom or your sister or someone in your family has PCOS, you will most likely have it as well. The other things that we see really often is different cholesterol um, patterns, infertility, sleep apnea, depression, and anxiety. Again, it's very difficult to lose weight with PCOS. Now, what I want to do today is give you a little bit more information about the insulin resistance part of PCOS and a little bit about food, a little bit about exercise. It may hopefully give you some tips and tricks in 10 minutes to really just get yourself started. So when we have insulin resistance, our fat tissue or adipose tissue changes. And so it's supposed to help our body create energy, store fats in a healthy way, help the liver create healthy cholesterol so our hormones can be healthy. But what happens is this adipose tissue, this metastatic fat, starts to force the muscles to marble and they don't burn fat. And it causes the liver to increase in enzymes. It increases cholesterol synthesis. It increases the amount of triglycerides and fatty acids in our blood. And all of this is part of insulin resistance, which happens because, of course, we blame sugar, right? Too many carbohydrates or the wrong type of carbohydrates, such as breads or candies. When you start with low muscle mass, um, too much inflammation in the body, as well as nutritional deficiencies like chromium, zinc, or selenium, 
high cortisol, which is chronic from the adrenals, which is causing this imbalance in blood sugar, lack of sleep, insomnia also causes high blood sugar. So really we have to look at the whole body, the whole lifestyle to really get a focus in on why is the pancreas and the blood sugar not balancing out. So cholesterol is good. Um, we really want you to have a normal higher level of cholesterol for your brain health um, and also good hormones. So most people in the nutritional world will blame cholesterol and fats and, oh, you need to eat a low-fat diet. But really what we want to focus on is daily inflammation created by a toxic, high-stress, low-nutritional sugar issued high cortisol lifestyle that is linked to PCOS. And there's a lot of research on it, on body weight, hyperinsulinemia and gonadotropin levels in different populations and fertility and how the inflammatory model shows a better process of how the inflammation raises testosterone levels and also estradiol levels, which is part of our estrogen. And so really what happens is fat will aromatize estrogen, meaning it breaks it down and it releases it back into the system. And it increases the amount of estrogen, but it can also affect and increase the amount of testosterone. And when we have this inflammation and we are in chronic stress with cortisol and we're not eating well because we're stress eating and then we're not sleeping, that the fat will increase because of the inflammation. So when we start to focus on lowering that, we can affect how we lose weight, first of all, decrease the inflammation, and then rebalance the hormones. So let's start with, um, I'm going to skip over the pharmacological aids because I'm not a prescribing physician and you should always take the medication that you're using with your prescribing physicians. Do not stop. Do not stop taking them. Do not go off of them. Do not taper off without support from them. But I can help with nutrition like eating a real food diet. Um, for women with PCOS, I do would suggest intermittent fasting, at least trying it. I don't normally recommend that for women who have high estrogen and high cortisol because the fasting can affect the hormones. Um, so for PCOS, I do think intermittent fasting would be something to try for about a month and starting with a 12 hour fast. So like after dinner from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. would be your fasting time a few days of week. I really want to emphasize um, to not eat out, to not eat fast food. You cannot out supplement a bad diet. I can give you chromium for your blood sugar. We can replace your nutritional deficiencies. We can give you all of the cortisol and adrenal supplements. and You can take ashwagandha every single day. But if you are going through the drive-thru every single day, you are never going to overcome any issue in your health with supplements. This is the only lifestyle change that will be the most important is cutting out, eating out every day, cutting out fast food. Um, it doesn't even matter the diet. We could talk about keto might be great. Whole 30 might be great. 
um, just a real food diet might be great. There's so many things that we could talk about and it's very personalized, but we have to stop eating out, eating fast food and drinking sodas. And that's a really big part of this. Let me skip to exercise real quick before I run out of time. Um, resistance training is great. High intensity interval exercise is okay. I would suggest for women with PCOS to slow down their movements, to not go to classes where your heart rate's on the monitor and your exercise output's on the monitor and you're falling behind and you're trying to keep up. I want women with PCOS to go slower, to be more intentional, to not push through their workouts because it when you have these adrenal issues and the cortisol is raging, your estrogen, testosterone, you're going to burn out quickly. You're not going to build muscle. Your muscles are already marbling. Your fat's not going to get burnt because nothing's working right. So slow down. You don't have to push through and hurt yourself. The next, I guess the last thing I want to hit on real quick with all of these things going on um, testing becomes really, really important. So the first place I would start with is blood work. Get all of your basics done. Get your good baseline on your cholesterol and your thyroid and your liver to see what's going on there. Number two, I would strongly suggest a saliva hormone test on the 21st day of your cycle or day three of your cycle. Or if you're not even cycling, we could just do it at any time, just knowing where you are. You have to know what day in your cycle you are for saliva tests. It's very important. And then I would also recommend a food sensitivity test because if you're eating foods that are increasing inflammation, you might be eating chicken and broccoli every day and thinking you're doing really good for your body. But if your body is sensitive to broccoli or chicken or eggs, you are going to be increasing the inflammation in your body, which is going to be increasing cortisol, testosterone, estrogen, and also affecting your blood sugar. And you're going to keep yourself in this negative loop of PCOS. The other thing that I would suggest testing as well is to do a nutritional deficiency test through whole blood, not just a pinprick because we really want to see what's going on as well. And make sure that the PCOS isn't linked to a specific nutrient deficiency. And from all of those things, you can develop a personalized food plan and not just guess what would work for you or what wouldn't work for you. And then lastly, a quick overview of what supplements I use for PCOS. I do like to use standard process. They have some great protomorphogens to support the ovaries, the hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the thyroid based off of testing and what's going on there. I like to use chromium and cinnamon for blood sugar regulation and support. And I will always come back to greens like the Terra greens from doTERRA to help regulate estrogen, support the liver pathways, and overall help your body get nutrition that it needs. Because if you don't have a great digestive system, you might not be breaking things down as well as you can. So again, like I always say, you need a few cycles to normalize the PCOS. Um, don't give up. Don't try something for one or two weeks and then give up. Like you're in it for the long haul when we start this process, which is why um, I offer long-term programs because we want to make sure that you are doing the right thing. The plan is working. You're accountable and you know what to do and how to do it. So it works for you. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure you grab my free hormone book, 
in the comments and we will chat tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in.